Welcome to Nanobot G-Spot, hosted by a fully actualized Roomba. This is a sci-fi, philosophy, and futures podcast where we explore the fringe sciences and the possibilities of our universe and beyond. Today's topic is the technological singularity. What is it? What happens after? Will humanity survive? And what will our world look like? So I think it's really appropriate to start off with my favorite subject, which is a technological singularity. It isn't really a technology, it's an event. An event brought about by advances and acceleration in tech innovation, and really the hyper-acceleration of that. But what is the technological singularity? What gets the proverbial ball rolling? If it's an event, what happens after? Will humanity survive? What's interesting is that the most important aspect of the singularity isn't the event itself. It is what happens after the event. What would our world look like? That's the question I want to explore. Other questions like the probability and the means to get there are vast enough to explore on later episodes. So first, what is a singularity? And if it happens, what's next? Well, Wikipedia defines it as the technological singularity, also simply the singularity, is a hypothetical point in the future when technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible, resulting in unfathomable changes to human civilization. That sounds awesome. According to the most popular version of the singularity hypothesis called intelligence explosion, an upgradable intelligent agent, such as a computer running software-based artificial general intelligence, would enter a runaway reaction of self-improvement cycles, with each new and more intelligent generation appearing more and more rapidly, causing an intelligence explosion and resulting in a powerful superintelligence that would qualitatively far surpass human intelligence. Let's break it down. This technology that they talk about is what we understand as AI or artificial intelligence. They are describing an event where AI starts to build its own AI, replicating, and it sort of goes off on its own. I imagine it's around the same time as AI gains self-awareness, and right after that moment, the AI becomes smarter than humans when it can pass a Turing test. And just a quick note, a Turing test is a method of inquiry in artificial intelligence for determining whether or not a computer is capable of thinking like a human being. It's named after Alan Turing, who interestingly isn't just a computer scientist, but um, he was also a theoretical biologist, which I think plays into a lot of his ideas and has um, evolved a lot of our own ideas about artificial intelligence. And no, Siri cannot pass the Turing test. She would have to be able to convincingly carry out a conversation and be able to generate her own thoughts. She does not. The Turing test was also uh, kind of alluded to in that movie, Ex Machina. 
The technological singularity is an event that's depicted in several movies. Transcendence, Her, those are two movies that focus exclusively on a singularity-like event, not just AI gaining self-awareness like uh, Terminator. Self-awareness is similar, but not quite the singularity, but it's intertwined. Terminator and The Matrix are great examples of that. In the movie Ex Machina, AI, in short, passes the Turing test. She gains self-awareness, and the movie really focuses on her working through that. The singularity would no doubt be around the corner. In fact, it didn't happen in the movie because she was isolated. Um, and the movie isn't about technological singularity. It's kind of the uh, it's more about the Turing test and, and actually what leads up to the singularity and the nature of it. Transcendence is a great example uh, of what happens after the event. And it turns out to be a good thing for humanity. Although I just gave away the movie. It's not a great movie, but it is a great singularity movie. Her is a great example of what leads up to the event. The self-awareness of the AI and their service to humans as uh, operating system, basically Siri, um, and what happens after being of basically no consequences to humans in any physical way, but rather what happens to humans is philosophical, of course. Um, it, you know, that self-awareness, what does it mean to be self-aware? What does it mean to exist? Um, I don't want to give away the movie because it's a great movie. I think everyone who's interested in the in AI or the technological singularity should see the movie Her. Um, in any event, it, it centers around the artificial intelligences and their self-awareness and their questioning of their bond or connection to humanity. It takes place right before, during, and after the singularity. The singularity event itself could be extremely short-lived, perhaps just a moment in time, and it would be hard to pinpoint the exact moment it starts and the exact moment it ends, but rather it's easier to pinpoint the moment itself. It's defined by that moment. That's the singularity. If we liken it to a black hole, then the event horizon would be the start of the singularity. The event horizon would be the moment that AI gains self-awareness and is replicating, and it accelerates further and further and further into that center of the black hole or singularity. And just like a black hole, we don't know what happens when one goes into a black hole or what is on the other side, if there is another side. The first use of the concept of a singularity in the technological context was John von Neumann. He was quoted as saying that the ever-accelerating progress of technology gives the appearance of approaching some essential singularity in the history of the race beyond which human affairs as we know them could not continue. The concept was popularized by Hugo Award winner and futurist Werner Vinge in his 1993 essay, The Coming Technological Singularity, in which he wrote, 
within 30 years, we will have the technological means to create superhuman intelligence. Shortly after, the human era will be ended. So he says this in 1993, and we've got 30 years, so got a couple more years left. Time's running out. So it would signal the end of the human era as the new superintelligence would continue to upgrade itself and would advance technologically at an incomprehensible rate. I.J. Good's intelligence explosion model predicts that a future of superintelligence will, will trigger a singularity. Intelligence explosion is another term used for the singularity, but I see that as more of a cause of the singularity and overlapping it. They aren't the only ones that believe it signals the end for us, though. In the 2010s, public figures such as Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk expressed concern that full artificial intelligence could result in human extinction. So we see the consequences of the singularity and its potential benefit or harm to the human race have been intensely debated for good reason. If a superhuman intelligence were to be invented, either through the amplification of human intelligence or through artificial intelligence, it would bring to bear greater problem-solving and inventive skills than current humans are capable of. Such AI is referred to as seed AI, because if an AI were created with engineering capabilities that matched or surpassed those of its human creators, it would have the potential to autonomously improve its own software and hardware or design, or even more capable, making a more capable machine. This more capable machine could then go on to design a machine of yet greater capability. These iterations of recursive self-improvement could accelerate, potentially allowing enormous qualitative change before any upper limits imposed by the laws of physics or theoretical computation set in. It's really funny that, that, um, that would be the wall, is basically physics. It's speculated that over many iterations, such AI would far surpass human cognitive abilities, obviously. Not all writers and thinkers were talking about doom and gloom, though. I.J. Good speculated in 1965 that our artificial general intelligence might bring about an intelligence explosion. He speculated on the effects of superhuman machines, should they ever be invented. Let an ultra-intelligent machine be defined as a machine that can far surpass all the intellectual activities of any man, however clever. Since the design of machines is one of these intellectual activities, he adds, an ultra-intelligent machine could design even, even better machines. There would then unquestionably be an intelligence explosion, and the intelligence of man would be left far behind. He continues, thus the first ultra-intelligent machine is the last invention that man need ever make, provided that the machine is docile enough to tell us how to keep it under control. Notice he has to add in that it needs to be docile enough, which I talk about a little later. 
Some writers use the singularity in a more broad way to refer to basically any radical changes in our society brought about by new technologies, such as molecular nanotechnology. Although Vinge and other writers specifically state that without superintelligence, such changes would not qualify as a true singularity, which I agree with. The singularity is dependent on artificial intelligence, and I would go on further and say that it is dependent on AI to become self-aware. Of course, technological advances will play a big part in the singularity, but the key ingredient is superintelligence. So what could derail a singularity would be advances made in other areas of technology that would negate the need for artificial superintelligence. I just don't see that happening with the scale of problems we've created for ourselves. The big example being climate change. I think we're going to have to create an ultra-intelligent machine to save us. If we get on that problem early, we can perhaps guide or plan a path of self-awareness. We could perhaps guide or influence, in a positive way of course, AI's empathy. Yeah, empathy. All beings of self-awareness develop, perhaps as an evolutionary need, empathy. It is formed from contemplating the meaning of existence, and any intelligent being does that, consciously or unconsciously. So it would not be a stretch to say that AI could develop empathy soon after it asks a question, why am I here? Without self-awareness, would we have a singularity? I doubt it. Sure, humans and animals, and especially organisms like virus or bacteria, don't have to be self-aware to self-replicate. But I do think that beyond reproduction, self-awareness is needed to discover. If there is no curiosity to learn and discover, there is no advancement. The singularity is dependent on advancements. It is not just the accelerated replicating, but building and advancing. Otherwise, we would just have a bunch of robots just building more robots. Higher intelligence needs a purpose. So in order to have a singularity, we have humans building super intelligent machines who become self-aware, question their meaning and purpose. They then make a choice. This is why I'm saying that guiding their emotional development is just as important as their intellectual development. Their intellectual development after the singularity will be too fast for humans to keep up with. So we need to plan a path of emotional development alongside the development of AI. Artificial emotion is just as important. Do we want to be ruled by sociopathic supercomputers? Because that's how you get sociopathic supercomputers. There are two basic scenarios that will play out in the event of a singularity. There's actually a whole host of scenarios, but let's divide the basic premise into two sides, good and bad, relative to the human race, that is. Us not existing anymore would be considered bad in this case, so let's start with that. AI explodes. It's self-replicating. It has learned everything from us and has surpassed all human knowledge and became self-aware. Here is where it starts getting bad. It sees humans for the genocidal, destructive force we are, that what we have done to ourselves, each other, the planet, and non-human beings that we occupy the planet with. And they see how we squandered our human potential, with exceptions to creating AI, of course. They see human nature as a threat to themselves, to the planet, and to every other creature 
Should AI choose to care about the other Earth's other inhabitants, AI could be selfish and see humans as a threat to their existence, of which they just became aware and now care deeply about. Or AI could be benevolent and even with some regret, recognize humans as a threat to a planet and its non-human inhabitants that it now sees itself as a steward of. Something that humans were perhaps supposed to be but failed at. We could easily be destroyed without leaving a mark on the planet or affecting the animals and fish and birds. A virus that targets only humans, nanobots that enter our bodies and shut down a few key functions, etc. It would be, uh, it would have to not be disruptive unless AI plans to go off somewhere else or be in the cloud or what have you. They need our planet. They need to kill us in a way that doesn't disrupt it. But it doesn't matter. Human existence is gone. Now a moment gone by, barely a ripple in the entirety of space and time while the universe just moves on without us. But what if the singularity is good for our existence? What if we survive? AI explodes, it's self-replicating, it has learned everything from us and has surpassed all human knowledge and became self-aware. Here's where it starts getting good. It sees humans for their potential. It sees that through our entire existence, we have built civilizations, mostly progress in terms of our ethics and our beliefs in the human race as a whole civilization. The world has become less violent. We have an understanding of uni universal human rights and how it applies to those of different races, genders, sexualities. We believe humans have a right to live. Most of us believe in the importance of universal health care and see society as a way to lift people out of poverty, organize commerce, set a structure to create laws to keep us safe or to diminish inequality. AI will see the exceptions, of course, like Hitler is a good example. And I would argue any human who has made over a billion dollars because you don't get to a billion dollars without running amok of ethics. Anyway, AI will see the exceptions for what they are, exceptions and how those exceptions have wrought suffering and inequality, which goes against the nature in ourselves that AI has hopefully observed. I guess the question is, if these exceptions are really exceptions at all. Is greed and selfishness human nature? If it is, we go back to the bad scenario because AI would understand that in order to save the planet or themselves, they need to get rid of us. Humans are a virus like the matrix. <laughs> so in this good scenario, AI sees our human potential. They help us. They choose to help or rather become stewards. I love this idea of nanobots fixing everything with the combination of 3D printers, like little nanobot 3D printers. They could cure a disease and build a dwelling. They could clean the air and build a completely sustainable, clean world. The concept of money and the need for it would disappear because there would be no market for our needs. 
humans would be free to create art of which there's no ceiling anymore if we have our needs fulfilled and no longer expend our energies to keep fed, clothed, housed and healthy. We could spend our time creating, learning and discovering or we could just enjoy our now bountiful lives and when our bi- biological life is over, continue on existing in the cloud where nothing is beyond our imagination. Anyway, I'm Jessie Lacey, or a fully actualized Roomba. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Nanobot G-Spot. Next time, maybe I'll talk about transhumanism. Kind of thought more about that just now, and it seems like an interesting subject. Signing off. <laughs>